Okay, do I want to do OnlyFans? Let's get her done. Nobody's here. You just look like a bag of dicks. And I hate it. You're fucked. What should I do? I would use alcohol. Yeah, I think my, my answer would be pretty much the same. Your dad's here. Oh yeah, this is an easy way to make money. The end of the day, never fucking come. Leah, you've uh, you've been you've been in my group longer than most of the other girls that you know they've come on the pod so far, <laughs> and um, you know you you typically post about eight hundred fifty five thousand times per day in the group with your voice notes, <laughs> and I like it because you're always putting out a lot of value. You're always putting out a lot of a lot of interesting stuff in the group. Um, but give us a little bit of backstory about who you are and what you do. Okay, so essentially I'm Leah. I'm crazy. Um, no, I'm not really. Um, <laughs> I've been in the sex work industry for over like 10 years. Not essentially been online, but you know, doing other things like dancing. So were you, were you all, did, I mean, did you have kind of like normal jobs growing up or were you always kind of oh. like finding your own stuff to do? Oh no. Oh my God. So what have I done? Oh my God. So I've been a welder. I've done waitressing. Oh, one of my first jobs. One of my first jobs that I ever got. Oh my God, it was so crazy. It was the best job ever. Okay. Right when I got into high school, I actually got hired at one of the top um, oil and gas companies. And it actually just got bought out by, uh, or got bought out by a US company a couple of years ago. But it was, yeah, I got this fucking killer job. Literally, I got picked out of like 2,000 people. So um, yeah, I got in and... Um, that job where I was working Monday to Thursday, 10 hour days, and then every Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. And then during that, I actually had a friend who was like, oh my God, Leanna, do you want to come be a dancer? And I was like, yeah, bitch, what kind of dancing we're doing hip hop jazz? Like, this would be great. No, 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 not that type of dancing, but sure shit, just like any other girl in this industry, we all get addicted to the money because, you know, we're not just doing this for fun. Like, this is like any other job. Why do you do it? money right everyone is like literally drawn by money like you know and only fans is great because it's like a way for me to express myself but obviously like i'm not putting in work for free you know this is this is got it's a hobby yeah i guess you kind of have to look at look at it like that too because like if you're not having fun and you're not enjoying it then you're just not going to do it right but at the end of the day i get paid and you know that's what we're all here for we're here to get the fucking ferraris and the lambos <laughs> the louis vuittons and the gucci's but yeah, so um, back to my job. Um, yeah, so I've worked in like waitressing. I worked in dancing. I worked in the oil field. I worked in the patch. Um, I've worked in a call center. I've done editing. I've built websites. Um, not very good ones, but I've been there. You know. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's just a little background about me, I guess. You said you you've done a lot of other jobs like welding and all that kind of stuff. Like, how do you end up getting into those kind of fields? So, I actually okay. So I worked in the oil patch, and then um, when I first graduated high school, that was such a dope job. Oh my god, I worked in the summer student. Um, yeah, I uh, crashed in trucks on that job. It was really a really good time. We had some other sub summer students that grew weed at the fire. Um, at the fire. Um, station or any of can only get into it yeah so i ended up developing um so i'm sober now um i have dabbled with drugs and alcohol for like the past 10 years unfortunately but whatever it's like a learning experience for everyone um 
you know, and it was for me, for fuck's sakes. But um, yeah, so I ended up meeting this guy and he didn't want to see me as a stripper anymore. And he was like, pretty cool. And he was like, hey, do you want to come to Fort Mac and come work with me in oil? And I was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. And then um, I ended up coming with him to Fort Mac. And literally, I really hope he doesn't watch Because <laughs> he was the worst welder ever for me he was a really good welder for him but i think he just wanted to bring me up there just to take me out of the life that i was in but he didn't really want me to take it seriously he just kind of wanted to show me that the world was different thank you on that for that but like i actually wanted to go up there and like try and get a job in like oil field or do something other than what i was doing so he ended up getting canned there's a lot of guys out there, basically the average person who doesn't really understand how this industry works, you know, and they see the girls on TikTok or, you know, on social media, whatever. The the first kind of thing that any average person thinks is, oh, this person's so lazy. They don't want to work. They're just dancing around on social media, oh, whatever. My God. And so, yeah. So for you, who's kind of been on both sides of the fence, how would you compare the amount of work with, you know, the, this industry versus you know, the, the real jobs as people would call them, like, you know, oil industry, all that stuff you've done before. They're called civvies, Scotty. That's what they're called. The civvies, the squares. Sorry. <laughs> you guys are all living in a box. The square. Kenny, sorry. Hey, not you, but just say. So I thought it was going to be really easy. Um, and I'll make a pile of money. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's not how it is. It's literally like you grinding. It's an, it's a 24 seven grind. It never Stops. Like, I'm currently traveling across Canada, and I'm not lying when I say this. I literally will stay up until, like, I did it today. I was online till 6 o'clock in the morning today, and not necessarily online talking to my fan. You're editing, you're um, doing these games, you're taking pictures, you're on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Like, I'm not on all these right now because I can't, essentially. It's like you can only, you can only spread yourself so much before you get overwhelmed. It's really difficult because everyone's attention span nowadays is like, you have five seconds, you have 10 seconds under the mic, impress me, go. That's essentially what it is. Because like TikTok, Instagram, everything is like so like short, like attention span. So when you're on OnlyFans and you're talking to that creator and she's talking to you, like it's just for and you're not getting their response right away. You have to realize that she has not only you, she has one thousand other men on her page or a thousand other people on her page and they're all trying to get your attention like ding, 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 ding. if you want a uh, generic response hey baby how are you like sure by all means like I'll give that to you but if you want me to actually tell you how my day is you're gonna have to give me a second and let me breathe what would you say is the uh you know between say physical labor jobs versus this whole like online social media like which one is more exhausting at the end of the day this one this one because this one, at the end of the day, there is no end of the day. I'm sorry. The end of the day never fucking comes. But, like, I'm just saying most jobs, you know, you work your shift, whatever your shift may be. Maybe it's the shift you're working welding, you're working a 12-hour job. Maybe you're a nurse, you're working a 12-hour shift. But at the end of the day, you know what you're going to do? You're going to leave the hospital. You're going to leave your job at work and construction site. You're going to go back to wherever the hell you lay your bed, you lay your head. You're going to eat, you're out shower, you know, turn off, unplug, relax, okay? Online is 24-7. So, and not only that, you're just constantly, like, there's always a new TikTok sound. There's always a new Instagram niche or 
thing coming out. There's always something that you can be working on only fans. So it's, you have to learn to unplug or else you mentally exhaust yourself. And that's like the hardest thing for me, I can say, because I have really bad ADD and I'm just always thinking about these. I'm always wanting to improve my page. Always. I just want to, I want to just keep going and going, 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 going. Is that something that you're still like actively struggling with or I'm, you know, everybody struggles with it to, to some degree, but do you feel like you've found any kind of solutions or ways to like compartmentalize uh, the business and kind of, you know, package it up in a, a certain way and, and unplug like that? I don't know. I will try to like, you know, you have to take breaks for yourself where you essentially go to the gym, go tiny. Just like unplug and- By the way, if you wanna learn the best systems and strategies to grow your social media and really level up your skills to get more fans consistently, be sure to check the link down in the description below or you can scan the QR code on the screen here. Remember, average skills are going to give you average results and average is not gonna pay your bills in this business. It's up to you to master these skills and learn how to properly promote your account if you wanna see real long-term success in the business. And now back to the podcast sorry my ADD and is running on a high where we're just like see I'm like this <laughs> all the time people in the telegram groups probably think I'm high on drugs but I'm not like I literally like yeah in the past like I dab I okay so I haven't touched drugs in probably over two or three years like let's just come out of the door with that it was more so for alcohol for me. And I was using alcohol as a crutch because I'd get super stressed out. And then I would use alcohol and then I would binge drink and then I'd become really depressed and really unhappy. And I would like go through waves of productivity for me. But like the thing about this job for me is like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this like 100%. I'm going to give it my 100% attention. And I was like, I wonder how much I could get done in a year if I was sober the entire fucking time. Do you know what I mean? So that's kind of like what I'm doing right now. I'm like, okay, let's do this. Let's be sober 100% of the time. Let's see how much we can accomplish. And even if I don't accomplish anything, I'm not going to, like, I'm still going to accomplish sobriety for a full fucking year. But I'm also curious how it will work with my OnlyFans and every other aspect that I give in life. Like for the past 10 years, I've been like partying like a rock star. Right now is great. But like, Let's see what I can do now that I'm sober. Let's see how much I can get done. Let's let's get her done. Let's give her. So, um, okay. Let's just touch base on that. Yeah. So back in 2017, my fiance and I were going through a rough patch. So we started seeing other people. And essentially what happened was I saw the wrong guy and he recorded us having fun together. And he uploaded me to Pornhub without my consent. Yeah, I didn't know for two years and then what happened was um i started getting like these weird messages on my phone and he was like he was uh stalking me he was stalking me and tormenting me and telling me that i was on pornhub and i was like dude i'm not on pornhub i don't know what you're talking about i was i'm searched myself i would google myself wouldn't come up nothing will come up and then um Oh, this is just the fucking kicker, man. This is just the fucking... This is literally the universe being like, you're fucked. Um, yeah, so I actually remember it was that day. I was actually up in uh, northern BC, British Columbia. I was working a job. And I just finished my job and I was at my hotel and I was having a drink. I, it's like, I have such a good memory of what happened. And I was having a drink and I was sitting there watching Game... Or, yeah, I was watching Game of Thrones. Like, well, 
Game of Thrones last season. Let's go. I'll give you guys a time zone. I was like back in the 17th. And it's, I got a phone call from my fiance. We were like, I said, we were going through a rocky patch. And he was like, you'll never guess what I just found online. And I was like, what? He's like, I found you. I'm like, where? He's like, on Pornhub. My fiance that I was going through a rough time, I like broke down in tears. So this guy put me on Pornhub. It's all like inside. He took pictures that he found on an old Instagram, social media, wherever. And he spliced them in the video. And he said, this is her. We changed my name. And I was like, how do I deal with this? How do I deal with what he's done to me? So I, I, I contacted Pornhub. I tried to have it removed. Every time I had it removed, guess what he did? He put it back up. You just, that another username. They're just like internet trolling. Like boom, 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 boom. So I got really depressed. I got really upset. I didn't know how to handle it. And uh, it was just like, I think I became more of an alcoholic and more a drug addict than I've ever been in my entire life. So I didn't know how to deal with it. And then um, I talked to my girlfriends like a year later. Cause like, I was just like, well, fuck, it doesn't matter what I do. You're just going to keep deleting it, keep deleting it. And then uh, I know some people in the, intru- in the um, industry and I would like pull the, we pulled the, pulled the, the video off i still have it on my computer i don't look at it but i still got it and uh we were able to find out where it was recorded because the guy had like literally he tried to take out the timestamp, but he flipped it so we unflipped it and we like spliced it we found out the date thank god for snapchat i went back on my snapchat stories because everyone loves snapchat you go back on your snapchat stories and i found out the date and the time and i found out exactly where it was taken so that kind of narrowed it down and i was like Super fucking pissed. So, anyways, I judge one of my girlfriends. Long story short, I judge one of my girlfriends, and uh, she's like, "Leah, you gotta go to the cops." So I went to the cops. I talked to the head constable of the cybersecurity in all of Canada and the U.S. It's a big time deal. And yeah, he's like, "We're gonna get this fucking taken down." This this person has not only done this to you, he did this to all these other women. And um, I can't guess at the part like I'm talking about. He did some things that I can't really talk about here. I can't talk about, I can't badmouth him or anything because, like, I get in huge trouble for that. Um, you know, like, I don't want to be, um, charged with, like, defamation of character or any of that crap. But, um, yeah, so, um, I had it removed and it was a long process, but something the police was like, I told him I was going to start OnlyFans and he's like, Leah, if you start OnlyFans, we won't be able to prosecute because his lawyer could argue that you allowed this. It's like what your job is. With some something that he did was like um I it was it was concerning for um public safety. Right. And they really wanted to prosecute him. So at that minute I knew that as a person, I was like, I need to I need to, this guy needs to be like on the sexual offender ban list that he is. What would what would you kind of suggest? Because there's, that, I mean, that's a pretty crazy situation, and there's other girls out there that are in similar situations. What I mean, what's kind of the biggest thing you learned from that whole thing? What would you kind of suggest to other people that are might you know might be going through something like that? Yeah, I've had some lit women in my in the industry contact me that have had their exes put them on Pornhub or somebody you know, and they're like, Leah, can you help me? I'm like. Bitch, I got you. Here you go. Here's the number. Well, I was like, here you are. You're served. Like, you are not served, but here, I'll give you what you need to handle this. But I would say if you're dealing with that, like, malicious ex-boyfriends or whoever may be, if 
they if if you if they don't have your consent, like you can go to the police and you can have the RCMB and in most cases they'll help you. Or there's websites out there too that can take your content down, you know. What would you say is kind of like the biggest red flag? Like if you could if you could go back in time or like looking back in retrospect was there any kind of red flags that you saw with that relationship that like knowing what you know now, you could be like, Oh, this is definitely a red flag and I should have got out of this relationship or something like that. Oh no, that the porn up dude, that was a, that was a Tinder date. <laughs> that, was, that was a Tinder date. That was like, Oops, sorry. <laughs> yeah. That was like first time meeting kind of thing. He recorded me on a fucking watch. It wasn't a fucking camera. It wasn't, um, like, he wasn't like, here, hold on, let me just put my phone right here. Down in the It was a watch. He had put a watch down on a counter, right? And then, um, so again, the video wasn't very clear. And the only, the only way that he, uh, you were able to really tell it was me because he talked about my tattoos. What was your tattoo say? And I pretty much gave a huge storyline about how I got my tattoo and stuff. No, your your parents, you mentioned your parents are, you know, they go to church and stuff, maybe conservative, like a lot of other creators are in that situation, but their parents are like super conservative and they'd basically like disown them if they found out OnlyFans. How did, did it take a while for your parents to kind of come around or were they oh, just accepting no. right away? My parents, I remember how I told you I was a dancer in the beginning. So I started dancing. I started working at a club and then what happened was, um, I think my dad actually came into the club one night and thankfully my girlfriend, she fucking was like, oh my God, Leah, your dad's here. And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure your dad. And thankfully she just met on the week before. And yeah, so I didn't go out that night on stage. I like quit. I was like, no, like my madness was like, you have to go out. And I was like, you want to suck my dick? <laughs> like, I'm not going out there like that. Um, and then my dad was like, Hey, I saw your girlfriend, I think, at, the, at a strip club. And I was like, no, you didn't. No way. And he's like, oh, I'm pretty sure she, I did. I was like, no. And then just kind of was like, hey, dad, look at this. Something shiny over here, you know? Like, let's avoid this entire <laughs> conversation. Um, And then, um, okay. So what happened was my parents did eventually find out on their own. My dad's a smart little fox. Um, I gave, I bought my mom at Apple TV. This all goes together. This is how they found out. So I bought my mom an Apple TV, and then my dad was bitching because he wanted an Apple TV. And he only wanted one because I bought my mom one. They like children. They both need one. So I bought my dad one. And then they didn't know how to figure it out. So then I had to send a friend over there to show them how. And then essentially, I was like, you know, fuck it. I'll give both of you my Apple password, right? And then you both can get onto my Netflix. And I will buy movies every week. So then both of you have something to watch because they're old and they don't know how to use the goddamn internet and use like fucking pirate bay and that shit you know like they don't even know how to do that they don't know what the hell a computer is so but my dad i didn't think he was slick enough to figure this out but he did so so okay mom and dad both have apple tvs they're running netflix they're living their best lives they're happy you know so i was welding at the time and like i got out of that job and i started dancing again and i was moving around the country and my smart ass dad would always call me and he's like, Oh, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm working right now. And he's like, Where are you? I'm like, like I wouldn't be in a quarterback. I would be like in Saskatchewan. I would be like in Manitoba. I would be in Ontario. I'd be somewhere. Okay. Well, 
my dad started logging into his phone and tracking my uh my gps and started tracking me and seeing where i was right and he would call me and he would know where i was and i wouldn't even know that he knew where i was i would just tell him i would lie i would tell him, oh yeah i'm in fort mac i'm in edmonton i'm in i'm in camp right now well this motherfucker was literally sorry dad love you to bits. he was tracking me he knew where i was and then one day he came to me he's like so leah what are you doing i know you're not welding and i was like Huh? And he's like, well, first of all, I know there's no strip clubs in Saskatchewan. And you just told me that you were working in format. But guess what? Boom. This is where you were. And I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> he's like, and secondly, you always roll in hard Gucci's and Louis Vuitton's. And you always got cash. And you always going on vacation. What are you doing? Are you drug dealing? And I'm like, no. And he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, and he's like, he kind of already knew, right? I, he always knew. My parents always knew because I, I'd come home with a new food job or whatever. You know, like I looked, I looked like the part. I looked the part. So he's like, whatever you're doing, I just want to make sure you're safe. You're saving your money. You're not being stupid. I think that's that's kind of been the case with a lot of the a lot of creators that I talk to. That you know, they they have a super conservative family or whatever, and in pretty much every single case. You know, they get mad or disown you for a little while, but they typically come around and then it turns out to be all good uh, in the end. I think that like, like I said, in this industry, be a hundred percent that this is what you want and realize that it's true what they say. The internet is forever. And it just takes that one person, that one person to bring down your whole umbrella in the sense that. If you're not open about it and you're trying to hide it and you tell that one person and the one person can use it against you, if they can, they will. And they can essentially blow up your entire world. So I have a friend and she was dating a guy. And when I first met him, okay, essentially the story, what it is, is if you are putting pictures out there of yourself, you know, and you're photoshopping your face, you know, just be aware that your body like you have moles on your body right like this is a mole this is a mole this mole. if you have significant like birth effects or like you know what i mean birthmarks on your body if you're just showing pictures and you want to conceal your identity make sure you photoshop that shit too okay and essentially what that is that's like god's that's god's tattoo god gave you that tattoo and it was something that's like a huge mole right here that's going to identify you you know, doesn't matter how much you blur out your face. They were like, hey, that Emily has a wall right there. It looks just like that one, you know? And then they're going to start looking at all your own pictures. Then, oh, yeah, there's something there. There's something there. Oh, wow. And Emily has brown hair. And that person has brown hair. Do you know I mean? It's only going to take a matter of time before they figure it out. They put, like, one plus one equals two. I think it kind, of, it kind of goes back into what we were talking about earlier with, like, just trying to be a character um, because, I mean, it's going to increase your workload so much if you're constantly trying to edit yourself, edit this, edit that, change your face, do all these different things because you think that's what people want to see or you're trying to, you know, make it just look different than what it is. I mean, not only, not only, do, you know, is it going to come out eventually, but it just adds so much additional unnecessary work <laughs> that, that makes being successful so much harder I to, to do that. That sometimes I will edit some things like I, also a human and there's things that i want to change about myself you know what i mean like i have imperfections with my body or like my face or whatever or like my hair you know whatever is going on that day so like we are all 
Um, you're all succumb to it. I know there are some creators out there that don't use any filters. I'm talking method. And I'm like, good for you. Fuck it. I'll applause. But there are days that you wake up and you just look like a bag of dicks and you're like, fuck it. I'm going to throw on a filter. You know? Well, yeah, I mean, I think everyone, everyone does do some editing to, to some degree, but yeah. um, Yeah. But I mean, for the, for the ones that are just completely, you know, they're spending hours and hours and hours and hours and hours editing. I mean, I, it's, it really makes it hard. I think what happens, like I said, I did it too when I first got on OnlyFans. Okay. So I wasn't sure where to begin. So obviously I did a big no-no. I got in trouble for it too. I signed up in the beginning for other creators' pages. And I didn't know that that was a big no-no, you know? Um, and now, like, and I don't mind when my friends, it's like, I have some women that are actually on your Scotty's group. Can I shout them out? I got Heidi. There's Heidi. I love her. I got her. And I got Christina Barbie Dolly. She's dope. I got her on my page. And I show them out all the time. I let them come on. I let them come on. I like, come on in. I don't care. Right? I know you. So yeah, when I first started, I, <laughs> I was like, I was fine. Oh my God. I was doing professional photo shoots. I was doing, um, I, I was getting these bougie hotel rooms that were like $500 a night, you know? I was doing this fucking role play. I was getting the videographer. Like, some of my shoots were like two grand. Don't do what I did. <laughs> Don't do that. Okay, so like, by doing that, I was literally setting up my OnlyFans just to be like a goddamn professional website. Do you know what I mean? And like, people are coming to you because they want to see you as a person not who you are as an actress you know if they wanted that shit that's what pornhub's for that's what browsers is for that's the where the pro shit is yeah i mean it's well i it's a good point because i think a lot of creators kind of get stuck in that loop and and it's true that you can do a lot better just taking a selfie as you're getting ready for bed than you would spending 10 grand on a professional photo shoot and and all that kind of stuff um yeah i think a lot i think if creators really kind of took that advice to heart and just, you know, took a quick little selfie rather than trying to dress up and do all this stuff, you know, not only does it make it way faster, more efficient, but you actually get a much better response from the fans yeah. that way as well. I think that's, that's huge. Yeah. Like is that you like, yeah, sure. I'm sure there's some fans out there that I appreciate it when you dress up and look all fancy and stuff. But then hey, if you just want to stand in front of the mirror while you're doing makeup, take selfies, like this is what I look like. This is me before bed. This is me before I'm getting ready for work. Like, Here's me cooking dinner, you know, like just like here's me dancing in the living room naked. Here's me, whatever you're doing. Here's me sitting on the couch watching TV half naked or not even naked, whatever your forte is, you know, but you really don't need to put a ton of work into it. It should be like effortless, not, but not effortless. Like you don't want me looking like a trash bag. Maybe that'll sell. I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> you know what I mean? But like when I first got into it, yeah, I was like, I have these like, I set, this bar so goddamn high it was so unachievable and i kept working my ass off to get there and i was just getting stressed out so i was like photo shoot after photo shoot after photo shoot video shoot video shoot video shoot and then also another thing is the one thing that i would say with okay one thing that i would say if you're gonna create content with other women or other creators in this industry for me right now i want to create content like i have created content with women in the past and um, one of them actually, oh, so bad at her, but I get it, you know, I get it. 
I totally understand. Everyone at some point in their life maybe moves into different um, transitions into a different life. But I spent a lot of money on this one video shoot. It's probably one of my favorite videos, but I can't sell it now. She deleted her account. Okay, so she wanted to get into the industry. She got in. Me and my fiance, we did some content with her. I love her the best. I'm not going to sit here and, and trash talk her because I'm happy for her. Do you know what I mean? But we made this beautiful content. It was one of my best sellers. So what happened was she deleted her account. By doing so, I can't use her content anymore. So now that content is garbage, right? But I can't get mad at her. Like, I can't be all like, oh my God, you deleted your account. Like, you know what? That comes with the trait. It comes with any industry. So I would just say for if you are going to shoot content with other creators, just be mindful of the fact that they could potentially, if they're new, if they're new, maybe if they're an OG, maybe they're going to be a little bit longer. You know, you never know. This industry is constantly changing. Maybe, maybe someone wants fucking lottery for a billion dollars and hope to share. But, you know, but, you know, they could exit and you just have to prepare for that and don't be like reliant on people, you know, especially like um my fiance and i we have gotten into some fights and he will literally take that carpet and pull it from me so it's another thing if you are being a content creator try not just to be only doing boy girl content you know don't be shooting just with one creator other woman like make sure you have a little library of things make sure you have solo content make sure maybe if you're boy girl you do some boy girl content um, if you're a girl and a girl, 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 but always make sure you have a little bit of content that you can have on your own. I think that's a good, a good piece of advice for sure. Because yeah. I, I don't think really, there's probably not many creators that really think about that until it's too late. Yeah, no, it's, it's happened to me a couple times. At first I was a little angry, but then at the end of the day, how can I be that selfish? You know, I'm, I'm working towards my goal. And, and if you don't want to be part of that anymore, well, like, go do you. Go be happy. Go be fucking awesome. I want that for you. You know, I can't be mad at you for not wanting to be on the platform anymore. But it does happen that creators that you work with will one day decide, you know, I don't want to be a part of this. And also, on the other side of the fence, if you are a creator and you have shot content with other women, you know, please give that creator the respect and tell them, hey, I'm deleting my account because... If you delete your account and we still we still keep tagging you and we're unaware of the fact that you deleted your account, you're putting our account at risk now because we're tagging a person that doesn't even exist. Or we're putting you still on the platform and you don't even exist. So, you know, it comes from both sides. If you are a creator and you are deleting your account, please tell your other creators that you're deleting your account so we can remove your content. And if you're changing your name, same thing. If you're changing your name to from ABC to DFG or whatever, Tell the fucking creators so we're not taking a bad account because, again, OnlyFans will flag you for that, you know? So I'll just be, like, mindful of that. Uh, so I have this I have this thing now where <laughs> people can, they can, um, which, by the way, if you want to submit your own questions, topics, you know, things for the next podcast, I'll have the link for that uh, down below in the description. So I have a few questions from the audience, and we'll see kind of what you think about some of this stuff. So the first one, this is Sam, and Sam says, if you were starting on OnlyFans from scratch in 2023, what's the best way to go about it? Okay, so I was going to start an OnlyFans right now, currently, before I even get on the platform, before I even start, like, actually, I would get verified first, but I wouldn't do anything with my platform yet. I would make sure 
that I have at least 100 pictures, 100, okay? 50, 100, whatever. I would get some videos, get at least five videos, pre-med, make them, okay? Um, so that when you finally get on a platform, even before you start promoting this, don't even tell anyone, just get on a platform, get verified, okay? And then I would, you know, don't put too much effort into making your banner, like everything, your profile picture, everything, you know, just like, just make it like super simple because... I find that OnlyFans is constant. I'm constantly changing things on my page, you know, but you're beginning to just start fresh, start chill. Like just, you're still in first year. You're not, you're not in fifth yet. So you want to put, get the pictures on, get like, get familiar with how the platform works. How do you upload? How do you start a campaign? Um, How do you ask your DMs? Um, like all that stuff do you mean like you want to learn these things first right um you also want to be able to have content to sell sell to somebody right because like no one's gonna come to your page if you are selling it for 50 dollars but you have one video you know one picture you know they're like what what else is you got like what else you have for me you something hidden that i don't know but you want to make sure that you have something to offer your fan base before you go about having a platform I think the way I would answer that question is, you know, play around with which social media platforms you like, whether that's TikTok, YouTube, whatever social media platforms uh, you sort of resonate with and make sure that you have the ability to, you know, post on those platforms consistently and that you are, you know, that you at least semi enjoy it because you can, you can open up the floodgates to OnlyFans anytime that you choose. So learning to sort of, you know, build your social media following, I would say is, is probably the most important because, you know, you can do social media for a year and, you know, if, if you can prove to be consistent on that, you can say, okay, I got, I've got enough fans. Now I can open the door to only fans and boom, you've got this huge kind of like jump start yeah, as opposed to like, right, yeah. you know, I think a lot of creators come into it the wrong way they they go into it not really thinking about social media as much and they put all this time and effort into their page and then there's like nobody's here it's like well yeah. that's a girl i actually you know what's so crazy oh my god kate that's like it i was like so i came to realize this it doesn't matter how much content you have or how good it is because if you're not focusing on your socials and you're not figuring out how to funnel them to your page doesn't matter if you have a thousand pictures doesn't matter if you have a hundred thousand twelve hundred videos if you don't find a way to get fans to your page they're not going to know how fucking awesome you are do you know what i mean so i think you're right on the aspect that you need to be like on top of your um social medias and building that audience because like again you can have the best page in the world but no one's going to know how amazing it is if you don't have anyone coming to your page and then if you build this amazing page and you don't have the socials why isn't anyone coming? <laughs> you know? So, yeah, I really like Scotty's course, so it's fucking amazing. Lots of good too. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get to Appreciate that. that. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the next one, this is Jessa, and she says, I'm currently working a 9-to-5 job, and I hate it. Um, I've been curious about OnlyFans for a while. I want to take the leap, but I'm worried that if I start OnlyFans, my family will not be accepting of it since they're very old school. I will also lose my job if if they find out. 
that I'm doing OnlyFans. And if I can't get OnlyFans to work, then it will all be for nothing. What should I do? No, no, no. Don't do it then. It's like, no matter, like, I know in everybody's mind, like, money is the goal. But, again, OnlyFans and all these platforms isn't what it used to be. It's not a simple cakewalk. You're not going to walk in the door and make two grand. Unless you already have a social media following. But still, like, if it's going to put your livelihood in jeopardy, if it's going to cause friction with your family, like, maybe, maybe, instead of just, you know, going into it blind and just hoping for the best, that's not the best way to do things in life, you know? You want to make sure you do your due diligence. It's just like when you're investing in a stock or you're going to go to school or, like, you know, you're doing crypto, whatever the hell you're doing. You want to make sure that you literally look at the entire landscape of obstacles before you just jump in, you know? You want to see where how your money is going to be invested, you know? Um, so yeah, like, obviously you want to, maybe with your family, you just kind of want to like throw you out little like teasers, like, oh, what do you guys think of OnlyFans? If they're like completely like, no, like, you know, like, do you really want to risk your relationship with your family for money? Because at the end of the day, like I've said this a million times before, like, yeah, money is fucking awesome, but you know, money's always going to be there. Money's not going anywhere. You know, you can always find a way to make money, but people can't be replaced. Well, what I, what I would say is if you're, if you're doing it because you think it's a quick money hustle, then don't do it. But if you're doing it because you're legitimately into that career path and you're okay, like if you think of the, if you think of the long-term results and you, and you think like, you know, that when you're 60 years old, you're going to have regret not having done it, then that's a different story than just going into it thinking, oh, yeah, this is an easy way to make money. Um, Another thing I would say is kind of similar to my previous answers that if you want to test, like if if you want to test it and make sure that it's actually going to work before you make the leap, then I would suggest, you know, spending the next one, two or three years building up your social media accounts, you know, just doing pure vanilla content. And then you can decide in two years from now, like, okay, do I want to do OnlyFans? If so, then you can basically flip the switch with almost a guarantee of being successful. Nailed it. I like your answer better. You got my vote. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so anyway, so the next one, this is Delilah or Dahlia. Um, Dahlia says, right now I'm posting on Reddit every day. I'm currently top 5%, but I can't ever seem to grow past that. What is the best way to get more fans on my page? Well, is she only focusing on Reddit? Because like, okay, so like you don't want to be like solely like dependent on just one platform. Because at any time, that platform could be taken away for you. And that's also true with, like, OnlyFans. Like, there are other platforms that you can dabble in. You can go, like, Playboy. You can go Fansly. You can go, um, I didn't know it's around anymore. Pop and Star, you can go blah, 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 slushy, blah, blah, blah. You know, but, like, like, I know that I say these things, but I'm also very busy. Right now, I have one foot in only hands, one foot in other things. So I'm trying to have both feet in one thing so I can give it my full attention. But, like, 
you want to, if you're just on Reddit, maybe you should branch out and try like another platform, like try TikTok or try Instagram or try Facebook. Cause like at the end of the day, if your Reddit ever get pulled from you, if you were get flagged, if you were get taken away, you literally just lost that only platform that was literally feeding your soul to your or feeding only fans, right? So you want to make sure that you have maybe a couple other like sources to pull fans from and not just solely depend on one. Yeah, I think my my answer would be pretty much the same, uh, a ver- you know, the same kind of version of what you said. What I would say is, um, you know, when you think about any creator who's doing, you know, 30000 40000 50000 $100,000 per month, what's the one thing they all have in common? Well, they all have a strong personal brand on, on the mainstream social channels like YouTube and TikTok, Instagram, things like that. And so if you're looking at any high earning creator, it's because... They have an extremely loyal fan base. They've shown their real personality on the main social media platforms. And that's what ultimately leads to having a, a huge audience that's loyal to what whatever it is that you're trying to promote. Yeah, so, great. So that's, pre- so that's pretty much it for the, the questions. So for those of you, if you have questions, topics, stories, anything, again, I'll have the link down below. You can submit your stuff and I will potentially bring it up on the next podcast. So, um, Leah, do you have, uh, do you have, uh, like with everything you're doing right now, is it kind of a means to an end? Do you have other business plans in mind or like, what is kind of the end goal? Oh my God. Well, okay. So I currently have like one foot in OnlyFans and like one foot in other aspects of my life. So currently I'm traveling across Canada and some people are like, why, why are you doing this? So my mom, okay. So a couple of years ago when we had this huge fire in BC, um, I like purchased, you're like, what the fuck? I, my mom never goes on vacation. So she wanted to go to this yoga retreat. It was like five G's. So I like it for me, my sister, my mom to go. And then my stepdad, he's got really bad heart issues. So she like bailed out on it. So then I was gonna, then I took another friend of mine and we actually made content. <laughs> right off. <laughs> It is. Nice. So then, uh, then what happened was I was gonna take my mom to Mexico and she couldn't go. And then essentially, um, my mom told me a couple months ago she was like, "I'm gonna be in Halifax." And it was like, "You're gonna be in Halifax when are you gonna be in Halifax, mom?" And I've always wanted to go to Nova Scotia. And after finding out about Jimmy Kimmel, I think talk about dildo in Newfoundland, I was like, "That's it, I'm going." You know, who can say that they've been a dildo? Everyone's got a little dildo in them. That'll be me on Instagram, and I can get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i'm super excited to go there and i just wanted to go across see my mom in halifax have that like mother daughter kind of like um like little vacation even if it's halifax i don't give a fuck take you out for lobster mom we're gonna last i do believe in the metaverse <laughs> don't judge me and all that stuff and i think that something's coming like there's a reason that Fortnite, i think it was they invested like one billion dollars into the metaverse and like apple um Yes, I'm one of those nerds that have the metaverse glasses, okay? And it's freaking amazing. I love them. The Facebook ones, so not the Apple ones that cost more. <laughs> that was actually the, that was actually one of the main reasons that we got the the Quest 2 Pro because we're like, I wonder if there's some way that we can promote your OnlyFans I in the know, metaverse somehow. It's the same thing. I actually was we're like, We're still trying to figure it out. Oh, man, I was actually like, okay, I was like, <laughs> ooh, I'm going to go on Facebook horizons and i'm gonna set up leah's playhouse and then i was like 
I'm going to go in the sandbox and buy virtual land. And then I'm going to set up Leo's Playhouse. And then I'm going to make it like, I was like, ooh, maybe I can set it up like it's a store. And then I can rent pieces in my house, you know? And then I thought, I'll just tell you my thought. And then someone's going to steal it. You might even steal it. You might even cut it out. So <laughs> you want to cut it out and steal it? I'll know, Scotty. So essentially, <laughs> I, <laughs> but like you could do like crypto panties and then you do like Pichu panties. And then you do like Finding Nemo and like Breaking Elmo and like Cookie Monster and like fall into like games and like other shit, right? But it's like, then you can have different models. Then if you buy that model's NFT, then it comes with worn panties that she wore. Do you know what I mean? But like that is a whole different ball game that Leah does not have time for. <laughs> yeah, we've we've at, we've actually been thinking about a lot of the same things. Not that exact thing, but like you know, in, in terms of yeah, in terms of like being able to build an audience inside of the metaverse and then offer various types of N NFTs and stuff like that. There's a platform called Lemon Social that that's focusing on NFTs and the metaverse. And I don't necessarily that. think that the yeah, I don't necessarily think the the uh, technology is there quite yet, but I definitely think there's it's coming eventually. So, um, yeah, we're gonna keep an eye out for whenever it becomes yeah. a little bit well, it's uh, always, more accepted. I guess it's always good to actually be like ahead of the game before it actually comes. Do you know what I mean? That was one of the reasons that I bought the VR set. Um, I do want to buy the Apple one, but it's three Gs, man. And like, it's like everything. It's like the Metaverse um, Facebook one with Mark Zuckerberg or whatever. That VR headset is literally like the iPhone one. Let's you know yeah. what I mean. So like, and it's so freaking heavy. God, it hurts your neck. But it's really freaking cool that you can go on there. The shitty thing is, like, you can't be like I tried. I couldn't figure out how to be Leah's Playhouse. You know what I mean? I was like, I can yeah. be Leah's Playhouse. Yeah. So I'll have I'll have um I'll have your Instagram and all your stuff linked below this video. Are what other socials are the best way people can learn more about you? Oh, um, Instagram for now. Instagram for sure. Um, my Twitter is just kind of like weird, weird. You know, I I do have Twitter. Um, Twitter, Instagram, my website. Go on my page. You know, on. So I think the best way to find me is probably my Instagram. So the, the last question I finish off with everybody is if you could give your the younger version of yourself one piece of advice, what would that be? So there's this saying my dad used to always say to me, um, how does it go now? I think it's go for but the grace of God go I. You know what that saying means? Yeah, go for but the grace of God go I. So story time is Leah. So when I was younger, we used to drive John Hastings. Hastings was like a prominent street in vancouver and there's like all these homeless people and i would like be like oh my god i'm never gonna be like that I'm never gonna be homeless i'm never gonna have anything bad happen to me blah 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 and then like i was young my dad wouldn't explain to me he explained he told me this quote i never understood what it meant and then when i got older he finally explained it to me essentially it means that some of these people didn't just wake up one day and decide to be a freaking crackhead some of these people didn't wake up one day and decide to lose a leg. Some of these people didn't wake up one day and just decide to like lose their arm. Something happened to them in their lifetime that put them in that situation, whether they got hit by a car, maybe they um, hit by a car and developed a drug habit because of their pain meds and then they got addicted to drugs. 
maybe they got struck by lightning, lost their leg, maybe they got hit by a drunk driver. Who fucking knows, you know? But at any given time, something bad could happen to you, right? And you're now in that situation. It's not like you planned for that. So that's the same as social media, same with OnlyFans, same with anything. So just remember where you came from and just be humble. You know, that was a really thing I had to learn is be humble and um, just be kind, you know, because we're all working towards the same goal. But, you know, just try to do it a nice way.